Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Angie and Stevens podcast. Crash alone. Crash alone podcast. All right. Uh, all right, so, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I don't think I can do that very good. The Matthew McConaughey. You can't, but I did it perfectly. Of course you did. For both of us. I thought Matthew McConaughey was on the podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's how good i am <laughs> yeah all right so welcome back everyone uh we appreciate you joining us back um those of you that are left <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen praise god if it's just one of you listening hey praise god for that because you're you're the one that needs to listen um we want to thank you for your continued support um and for you know connecting um, not, not for us, not so much for us, but, you know, for your own edification and, and, uh, c- communion with, with God. And, uh, you know, our hope is that something of, of what, you know, the Holy Spirit is using us for, uh, is, is equipping you, you know, for, for sharing the gospel, for, you know, growing in your confidence for you know growing in in the wisdom and the word and uh you know um giving you the strength and the um the confidence to be able to share that good news that gospel uh with someone else so thank you for that Amen. Um, so i know we said a lot of things at the end of the last episode talked about lgbtq a little bit um we talked about we that we well we touched on it uh we said that uh you know we supported lgbtq as as long as it's their human rights their basic human rights that are being violated we support them because nobody's basic human rights should be violated right um right not just according to our constitution but i think there is there is an objective standard out there that most of us would agree that people have a right to be treated equally uh, in terms of, you know, our right to live, um, our right to, you know, uh, to live peacefully, to say what we want, to do what we want within the uh, parameters of or the limits of the law, um, you know, and, you know, as long as those are not being violated, hey, we got your back. But um, but you know, it's some of the other um arguments that that maybe we'll disagree on, right? Um, I know that when it comes to LGBTQ homosexuality and all of that, transgenderism, um, Christians get a bad rep because people claiming to be Christian are almost literally just hitting that community over the head with a Bible. Um, you know, saying that, you know, they're an abomination and this and that and, 
I mean, I don't know that that's, you know, that's very productive for anyone. Um, yeah. I don't think that that's the right approach to a conversation, you know, uh, uh, an intelligible education uh, conversation, I'm sorry, with with either side. I know that all sides do that, um, not not just in terms of LGBTQ and Christianity, but just a- any other, you know, issue that may or may not come up with with uh, Christianity. Um, but, you know, I just want people to understand that that's not that's not Christianity. Um, you know, biblical Christianity says one thing, and then what people do is, you know, sometimes contrary to that. Um, we saw that with Ravi Zacharias. We've seen it with many, many other people. And, you know, just know that God's word is God's word. And that's, you know, God is the authority. So um, if, if you know, if something happens, I would encourage you to go see if that's what really, what, what scripture really says. I know that when we're talking in terms of, you know, uh, homosexuality or sexual immorality which really that's that's what it falls under is uh you know people talk about the old testament and you know how in leviticus it says that you know it's an abomination and it's punishable by death and i was asked about this recently as a matter of fact and uh, i was asked what i thought about that verse and i'm like i i i haven't I know I've read that verse, but I've read over it. I haven't studied it, so I really couldn't speak specific to that verse in Leviticus. But what I do know um, is that, you know, when when Moses was given the Ten Commandments, Moses went out and, and expanded on those Ten Commandments and made 613 laws by which everyone was supposed to live by uh, in honoring God and pleasing him. and it was the law and the law said that if you you know uh, were breaking the law in any form some of these offenses were punishable by death do i agree with that no i don't think people should be killed for you know breaking the law i mean there might be certain laws that might be punishable by death right like if you kill someone else i think you forfeit (laughs) <laughs> you're right to to live but at the same time uh, i you know god has the power to change anyone's heart and so you know if if someone i mean i'm not necessarily i don't know that i'm for or against like the death penalty or anything like that um i would say that I, <laughs> what <laughs> it's just there's just so much going on right now. I know there is, but I'm, I'm kind of walking people through here. This is From my LGBT, LGBTQ to yes, to because because I, listen, listen, to, I gotta I gotta build the, the 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 foundation for what I'm getting ready to say. So so okay. so my point is is I was asked about that right, and and I, you know, I would say that I don't know if. If the law says that, you know, uh, that it's punishable by death, um, if it's reasonable, I I don't have a problem with it, right? Because that's part of justice. In essence, our sin is, you know, the wages of sin is death. 
So and yeah, and 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 we are we are to die for our sins. So in essence, you breaking the law is you sinning in it, right? And but just about anything can be a sin if it's dishonoring God, even a good thing. So what my what I'm trying to say is is that I would say if right now if somebody was uh you know let's just say taking Leviticus to trying to apply it to you know somebody a man that's sleeping with a man or whatever the case right um I don't I don't know that that's something again I'm just human and and I'm not I'm fallible and I'm not perfect but I don't I don't think that's justification to kill someone so in that sense no but what I understand is that what what God was saying without really understanding that verse in its context or anything like that is that what God said in the Old Testament as it pertains to the law is that yes these things are punishable by death right because sin is punishable by death but that's why Jesus came right Jesus came to pay for that sin and even now even now I'm guilty of of probably breaking all the commandments right um yeah. as far as my understanding goes all of the commandments came over to the new testament except for the keeping the sabbath right and so jesus pretty much co-signed everything and raised it up on a level making it almost impossible for people to not be considered sinners right mm-hmm. so i could honestly say that you know, I'm a liar, I am an adulterer, I am a murderer, I am a blasphemer, uh, all the other things, right? Um, that's me, that's what I am, I'm guilty of that. And, and I haven't, I may not have physically done that, uh, but, but it's crossed my mind, you know? And mm-hmm. if it's crossed my mind according to Jesus' standard and him raising the bar, then I'm just as guilty as the person who, who physically committed those things. So, so my point in saying all that is that that was my explanation for that, is that, you know, there are people who take Leviticus and they use that. And, they, and, and in essence, what the, even the Christian or the proclaiming Christian is doing is they're cherry-picking the Bible just like everyone else who opposes Christianity. And, I, and that's just not the right approach, right? I think that the best approach is to, in a loving manner, just, you know, like I said, if, the, if, if their human rights are being violated, let's support them. Let, let's support them because their human rights should not be violated. The thing is, is that they want human rights to cover things like abortion and eligibility for things that are biologically not applicable to to some of them right Mm -hmm. so i mean i think we've talked about abortion before but if you want to move on to the to the other uh point is for example two guys that want to get married they want to get married they 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 do it in the name of equality right the what they're fighting for in the name of equality because they want the same same rights or the same uh they're not really rights they're they're more like um they want to be eligible 
for the same thing that a spouse is eligible for. The thing is that marriage has been established since the beginning of time to be uh, an institution between one man and one woman. And it's recognized by the authority, by, by the government, um, partly because it's a con contributing factor. The, the marriage, the household, the married household is a contributing factor to the growth of society. Um, you know, they reproduce, they have kids, they expand society, et cetera, et cetera. And so the government recognizes that. I mean, kids, depending on what kind of retirement plan you have, there are kids that are not even eligible to receive the retirement benefit after the spouse dies. It's done. So if, for example, if I have that retirement plan and I die, only my wife can get it. But if we both died in that in the accident, nobody gets it. My kids don't inherit that. And mm -hmm. I think that's messed up because that's money that I work for that is owed to my family. Yeah. So but but that's but that's how they work. And there's nothing that we can do about it. All the only thing really that I can do about it is make sure that I don't have a retirement plan that has that stipulation. Mm-hmm. And there are different ways financially um, that, that you can, you know, do that. And I would advise you to go talk to your financial advisor about that. Um, but, but yeah, so, so, you know, kids aren't out there, you know, maybe some people are out there trying to fight to get these benefits. I do think that kids deserve these benefits, but, but I, I don't know. I feel like the, the whole reason behind them doing that is to be able to get these benefits that they don't qualify for. Now, my analogy to that whole thing is, all right, so uh, if, if, for example, if I'm comparing it to transgenderism, right, and they say, all right, uh, uh, this is a man who, you know, feels like a woman and she wants to marry whoever to be able to get these benefits or they want to they want to be now uh, considered under these however many genders that exist now, right? Um, last I checked, there was like 97 different genders. And my point with all of that is, I don't know. Biology tells me that there is a male and there is a female. And mm -hmm. um, that's what biology says. And there are exceptions to that rule based on mutations that happen, right, to where the parents and the, you know, and, and collectively with the doctor have to decide, okay, listen, your baby was born and technically has two sexes. So we have to decide based on biology. Okay. There's always a more dominant sex. So we have to decide, all right, we have to choose for this kid because they have to be one sex or the other that we can't leave the, the baby, the person being two sexes right and i understand that there there are those types of situations where they have to make a decision and sometimes the right decision is made and sometimes not i understand that but you can't say that you are a man that feels like a woman and so now you are a woman and you want to 
now have the same exact eligibility or qualifications that are are uh, that are reserved for biologically for biological women mm-hmm. right so that's a, that's a big issue right now because you have men who feel like women who are now competing in women's sports and are destroying women like they're taking everything in the sense of winning they're winning everything and so now we are kind of without realizing it we're falling into in a sense really just taking back what has been years and years of overcoming for for women Mm -hmm. so in a sense we're kind of just taking it back by allowing this to happen Listen, I don't care how you feel inside. There's nothing that you can tell me that says that just because you're a woman inside, but biologically you're a man, that you you can compete against a woman. It's mm-hmm. just not fair. We're just not made that way. And I don't care how equal that we want to say that we want to be. Um, we're just, we're not. We're mm-hmm. just we're not. And there are exceptions also. There are exceptions. There are there are women who are more masculine, but they are still women. And there are men who are feminine. But that doesn't mean they're gay or anything. That just means they're they're a feminine. They have feminine tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, I've met a few people like that who I really I thought they were gay. And it's like, no, they just got female tendencies. And that happens for whatever reason but but that's just that now you can live your life however you choose to like i said within the limits of the law um i have no problem with that you can choose to live your life and sleep with whoever you want to um but you can't tell me that just because you feel a certain way that that's just automatically what you are now identified as and then that and that all those um you know um all those uh things that a biological woman is eligible for that now we have to provide it to them um you know we don't need we don't need a uh what's it called a um a gender neutral bathroom i mean in essence, we've always had that. They're called family restrooms. Right. So what, it, I mean, if you're a man that feels like a woman and you don't feel like you you can go into the men's bathroom because you feel like a woman, well, I don't think they should go into the woman's bathroom because you're not a woman. I don't care what you feel like. You're not right. a woman. Um, uh, that's what the family bathroom is for, I, you know. Use that. And that way you don't have to feel bad about anything. There are people, there are people out there. I've seen I saw this YouTube video of somebody that thinks they're like a horse or a dog or something. I don't know. They they either I I don't know if they think they are or they just act like it. But I promise you, if you take that person on a leash. And they act like a dog at, uh, uh, so at the dog pound. 
and that person gets off the leash, they're not going to be put in the dog pound. Yeah. I don't care how much of a dog they're acting like or how they feel. They, they're just not because they're not a dog. And yeah. if they were to get put in the dog pound, somebody would have a field day with them in court. Yeah. So also my argument for this is very simple. I'm 38 years old. I'm 38 years old. And a lot of times I feel like I'm 67 because of what I've been through in the military and what I put my back through. Like I got back problems. I feel like I'm 67. So imagine me feeling for however long I've been out of the, you know, over a decade that I've been out of the military, feeling like I'm 67. And I, I'm just, I decide, you know what? Yeah, I'm 67. Now I want to go to the DMV and get my age changed. Now I want to go to Social Security office and claim my uh, Social Security because now, I, now I'm 67. So I qualify without penalty. And I want to talk to my financial advisor so I could start cashing in on my retirement because since I feel like I'm 67 and you don't have to pay retirement uh, uh, penalties for withdrawals if you're 59 and a half or older, then now I'm eligible because I feel 67. I promise you that all three entities would would laugh laugh at me and yeah. say, oh, what are you talking about? Dude, I don't care how you feel. You could feel 67, but biologically you're 38. And because you're biologically 38, you do not qualify for these retirement benefits without penalty. Mm-hmm. I can't get mad at that. That's a fact. So in in the same sense, that's what I'm saying. In contrast, it's the same thing. You could feel however you want to feel. That doesn't change anything. Right? If I feel like a wild tiger, I mean, let's take a let, like let's take a stab at Charlie Sheen, right? Charlie Sheen about a decade ago or so said that he had tiger blood. Did he really? Yeah. I mean, he was on cocaine and all messed up and everything. No, not but, did he really have tiger blood, but did he really say Yes, he really <laughs> said he that. Really no, he really said that. He was everywhere he went on. Every I mean, you could YouTube this stuff. He had tiger blood. And in my in my mind, DNA is what identifies us, right? And right. and if he says that he has tiger blood, then by definition he's a tiger. Tell me how many times he went to a zoo and got put behind one of those cages because he said everywhere that he had tiger blood. How many times? No, many times. No. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine them putting Char- Charlie Sheen in a cage because hey, there's there's a tiger loose in the zoo and it's yeah. is, and you know like, "Oh, what? A tiger? Everybody's scared and it's no, it's just Charlie Sheen, but you know, he's got tiger blood, so you know, we have to respect yeah. that. Well, let's throw him in a cage then because he's a you know, wild tiger on the loose. I mean, that right. sounds pretty ridiculous, right? So so when we when we substitute it with other terms and other situations, we can see how ridiculous that is. Another argument that I have for that is that in a thousand years, when they look and study these bones for whatever reason, and they want to categorize this person's bones, they're going to say, oh, 
this person was a female or a male based on, you know, their pelvic bone and other features that determine if you're male or female. And they're not going to, they're not going to, or, or they'll pull DNA from your bone marrow, right? Whatever the case, however anthropologists do it. And they'll say, hey, this is a female, a 38-year-old female or a 38-year-old male. No, yeah, that's exactly what they're going to say. And that's how you'll be categorized. They're not going to say, hey, this is a 38, 30, oh man, look at the DNA right here. It says this is a, this is a 38-year-old male who felt like a woman for his entire life. Yeah. No, that's not, they're not even going to know that. So I just, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, but it to me is just, it, it, it doesn't logically follow that, that whole, argument that they have for for to be able to take advantage of these benefits that's just right. that's all i have to say about it nothing against them i love everybody i i you know i i'll be there i'll love you and i'll hug you and as long as your you know your human rights basic human rights are being violated i'll fight for you but but you just you can't convince me that a male can be a female and a female can be a male that's yeah. just not biologically possible anatomically yes but not biologically now if you right. want me to call you a female even though you're a male and refer to you as a she if you're a he i'll keep the peace and i'll honor that right the same way that you don't like me to call you angie and you don't like me to call you sister you you like that i call you counselor Right. Mm -hmm. I honor that because I respect you. So I'm right. going to I'm going to honor that. But but that's it. That's as far as that's going to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my piece. So that's my short answer. <laughs> <laughs> that That's my talk on on the LGBTQ uh, movement well. or whatever. Do you have anything to add to that or say or reprimand me for <laughs> no i think you said everything correctly um i was gonna say what uh i think just the initial question about leviticus again like you i don't know i haven't read that i'm i mean if they said it i i can assume that it's true that yeah i mean it? they, I, they I the, the verse says something about you know homosexuality is abomination and it is punishable by death that's that's yeah we can uh say yeah, I was, that that that's what that says yeah, my response is basically the same as yours. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of other things, a lot of other things that are punishable by death in the Old Testament, but ultimately everything, like you said, everything is literally, according to the word of God, everything is punishable by death. Like you, you said it, um, that the that the punishment of sin is death. So the, pun the punishment, I mean, the lying is punishable by death. Yeah. You know, looking at someone with lust is punishable by death. Right. And if we all come before God, um, he can't he he can't stand sin. And that's why, you know, like you said, Jesus took our place for us so that when the father sees us, he doesn't see um, he doesn't see our sin. He sees Jesus righteous life. Yeah. Um, it says he who became he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God. So that fa the father sees Jesus righteousness. So, yeah. um yeah, I mean, we're it's all punishable by death, but you know, thanks, thanks be that we have, thanks be to Jesus that He died for us. Yeah. Um, 
and you know i agree with you just i mean we have to look the, at the lgbtq community as we have to look at everyone else we have to yeah treat them with love and um, with respect and, and with, with respect. respect that's important yeah and, and gentleness i mean come on we i mean really yeah. we're better and than i mean i mean the the bible thumpers the bible i mean i think some people could listen to us and <laughs> and, and say consider we're, us bible, we're, bible thumpers yeah i've been called that. Bible i've been called that but but um it doesn't but, offend me i don't care i yeah i, I mean what do you i guess yeah. i would have to ask what do you mean by bible thumper right yeah. Um, because on a lot of my arguments, I don't, I don't, especially if you don't believe, if you're not a, yeah. if you're not a Christian, I'm not going to quote scripture at you. Yeah. It's redundant. It's redundant to do that. And it's actually yeah. counterproductive to do that. Um, 100%. so, so a lot of my, a lot of my conversations, unless I'm calling out a Christian for something erroneous that they might be saying or, or, um, heretical, I, I'm not quoting scripture. Yeah. It's not relevant. So it's not going to matter to them. Exactly. Exactly. It's... So, so yeah. Um, the, the other, I guess, I guess that's it for that topic, right? <laughs> the other thing, yeah. the other thing we wanted to talk about was, uh, judgment, um, in the sense of judging people or being judgmental, et cetera. Um, there's, there's, there's something that I guess I used to believe or should subscribe to. Um, that I think many Christians still do. And I think this kind of uh, maybe overlaps a little bit with the LGBTQ community because those Christians who may or may not be biblical Christians, um, sometimes in an effort to love the LGBTQ community, they'll say, hey, listen, let's just let them be, right? Let's just show them love. Let's let them be. Um, you know, we're not here to judge, you know, only God can judge them or only God can judge me, right? These are some of the, the, the things that I hear. And, and they use a particular, two particular verses in James 4 um, to, to kind of justify that. And so James 4, 11 to 12, um, talks about that. And so because I used to subs subscribe to this misconception, um, you know, I, I wanted to address it because I hear the it misconception out. of only God can judge. Yes. Me. Only God can okay. judge me. Um, and you know, and it's, it's almost to say, uh, to say, Hey, listen, don't say anything to anyone that makes them comfortable. And they'll use that to segue into, we need to be more tolerant, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so the verse, the verses, they say, uh, James four eleven to 12 says, do not speak. I'm going to ask you to turn that phone sideways again. Sorry. Do not, do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? So if you, if you read into the context of, you know, this chapter, this, you know, the, 
preceding and proceeding verses, um, you'll know that in the most simplest form, what this is talking about is about being judgmental, meaning bad-mouthing people as if we are better than them, uh, right. which speaks a lot uh, more to what everybody references when they say, hey, let's not judge, don't judge me, uh, etc. Right? That's, I would say, uh, number one. So to get clarity on this, uh, we would need to really go back into another book where James is probably quoting from, right? To when mm -hmm. Jesus actually spoke on this, right? We understand that Jesus is God and he is, he is the authority. So when Jesus is speaking, um, if you go to Matthew 7, 1 through 5, Jesus speaking says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye uh, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take out the log of your own uh, out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye and essentially what jesus is saying is is not that we should not judge but instead he's telling us how we should judge mm -hmm. right so if we're going to use uh sexual immorality as an example right before mm -hmm. we judge someone on what scripture identifies as sexual immorality we need to first correct or address our own sexual immorality. And so in essence, we are to judge, but we are to do it biblically. Now, uh -huh. um, uh, let's see. Um, so I probably should have said this at the beginning, but, you know, we judge all the time, right? When, right. when we say, hey, uh, why don't you do this uh, and, you know, or instead or don't do that next time. Uh, you know, when, like if I said that to my wife. Or more likely, if she said that to me, right? Don't, right. Don't, don't do it that way or do it this way next time, right? We are judging, right? When we tell someone, hey, you look great today, we are judging. The thing is, is that when we do a positive judgment, no one has a problem with it, right? When we say, hey, you look good, that's a judgment right. call. But nobody complains about it because it feeds their ego, right? Right. Um, but when we do a biblical judgment, right, that, uh, that convicts them, that's when we have a problem with it. That's when we really have a problem with being judged, when it's something negative, when it's something that we don't, you know, that makes us uncomfortable and that convicts us. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to add to that? Um... No, I was just going to add uh, 1 Corinthians 5.12. Uh, it kind of speaks on what we were saying or what you said earlier. It says, for what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? God judges those outside. So just kind of uh, pointing to what we were talking about earlier, how, you know, going back to the LGBTQ community. I mean, if 
or you know in in any case any unbeliever if yeah. they don't know jesus we can't throw the bible at them because they don't care yeah. right um we have to you know live out the gospel and love them with that love that god calls us to love them and once they experience god god is going to convict them you know yeah um but but it says it does call us to judge those inside the church you know to to correct each other you know uh, in the Proverbs, it says, iron sharpens iron. So, so she, we, if, if we are quote unquote judging each other, it should be to correct one another, not to slander one another, which is what was happening in James. Yeah. They're just, yeah. they're, they're just they're... bad mouthing each other, right? Yeah. Talking bad about and, each and other. And I think that's what the difference is. There's a difference between judging someone and being judgmental. When you're mm -hmm. being judgmental, you are elevating yourself above them, thinking that you are better than them. And that's yeah. what that's what James and, and Jesus are talking against is, yeah. yeah, don't don't. That's not the way to do it. That's not the right approach. What yeah. you need to do is, first of all, make sure that that you're good on what you're about to correct someone. on. Yeah. And I think the other part is um, I think personally what I always want to do, if I'm going to correct someone is ask God to keep my heart heart humble. Yeah. Um because it's easy to, yeah. you know, get on that pride. That yeah, that pride, pride man. And, and be like, "Hey." Yeah. Even though you don't say it, you feel it and it's like, "God, no, I want that, I want to be humble." Yeah. That pride all stems from the self-idolatry that I think is really I, I in my opinion, that that is like the core sin or the the root sin is the the um self-idolatry right when when adam and eve ate the forbidden fruit it wasn't for any other reason than to elevate themselves to a, like God. a godlike position and so that is self-idolatry and yeah. if you look at the world that we live in today it's it's not even hidden anymore like people don't even pretend anymore they're just straight up no i it's me myself and i yeah and forget everyone else and yeah and that you know that's again that that um that gives in or feeds um self-centeredness which again yeah. it's all part of the core of what sin represents yeah and i love i think it's important to I mean, I love that the Bible is always about, okay, no, all for all have fallen short of the glory of God. It doesn't say some. Yeah. It doesn't say um, it doesn't say some are good. It says no one is good, not even one. Yeah. So it shows us that, you know, that we can't even boast in ourselves, right. you know. Um, in fact, in fact, a perfect example of that is the gospel. Uh, the gospel is not just for non-Christians. It's not just for non-believers. It's not just for atheists, agnostics, deists, Scientologists, Muslims, Mormons. It's not just for them. It's for Christians, too. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's probably more for Christians first than for everyone else. Because how are you going to share the gospel if you don't know or understand the gospel? Right. Or if you're not living the gospel? Right. So, yeah, that's important, too. Yeah. Um, but... It, it is super easy in our sinfulness and our humanity to judge someone when we're suff when we're you know 
doing the same sin or even worse. Yeah. And it's like, like I was watching the show today where the, uh, one of the protagonists calls, um, another character a slut and he was cheating on his wife. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we, it, it's so easy to, to just get on that pedestal. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got for today. Um, I don't know if you had something else to close with. Um, you know, I just want to encourage everybody to read the Gospels. You know, get to know yeah. Jesus. That's really the only way that you're going to know the Gospels. Get to know Jesus and get to know what his kingdom is all about. And once you understand it, you'll you'll be able to, sh to share it. Just like anything, right? If you were in a sales position before, you know that you got to know your product before you can sell it. You got to believe in your product before you can sell it. So, Amen. so do that. Um, so where can they find us? They can find us at ChristAlonePodcast.com. All of our handles are ChristAlonePodcast, except for Twitter, which is ChristAlonePod. Excellent. You can also reach us at 407-796-2881. Shoot us a text. Leave us a voicemail. Ask us your questions. Ask, you know, prayer requests. Whatever the case is, hit us up. Don't forget that at ChristAlonePodcast.com at the top right-hand corner, if you click the store link, it'll take you to our merch store where you can get some shirts and, um, you know, and they're provoking shirts that can, you know, provoke a conversation. Um, so, so check them out. Amen. And um, I guess that's it for now. Yeah. All right. God bless you guys. God bless.